just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born Good old boys I'm Mark What's up buddy? We got some... We got some business to take care of today. I'm, gl- I'm glad that you finally have electricity and you're not dead. Man, it's been a week from hell, dude. It, it is like it's embarrassing to say that. I'm not. I don't like mining for sympathy. Uh, but man, it was. We got Texas got our ass pounded last week, dude. Our buddy asked me about Loom. <laughs> Pussy Destroyer on Twitter. Yeah, it lives in Texas too, and he was uh, he was eating MREs for about a week. Yeah, you know, I <laughs> uh, I bought some now afterwards. Cause, yeah, I was down, dude. I ate all the cans of beans I had in the in the uh, in the pantry. Ran out of water. Mm. I I face planted uh, on the ice. I don't know like what people do elsewhere. Uh, I, do they just walk? They just skate down the sidewalks because here it's just you know it's just solid ice how old were you the first time you saw snow probably like 21 or something yeah you, you weren't built for this yeah this isn't, this isn't the kind of life you're about <laughs> yeah yeah I, and like so I, I i really never been in like 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 real snow and uh, uh I, I was you know a little bit once or twice but but there was never like like an accumulation of it on the ground and stuff like that this was like just full dude del rio like on the fucking border got like 11 inches yeah i know i saw it was craig san antonio got a shitload of snow it was stuff you didn't expect yeah it was it was insanity and like you know the the roads were just totally shut down so there was just uh you know the fire department they just made like youtube video like here's how you shut off the the water valve because uh we, we can't get on the road yeah oh man if i had had a four by four I would have been able to just get the fuck out. Although I don't know if I would, because all these apartments were flooding and shit. It was uh, it was nuts. Um, but I face planted. I was like punch drunk for like immediately. Somebody helped me get to uh, walk into a business, and I, I washed myself up. It was just right on the edge of whether or not I like I probably should have got stitches. But I, what was I going to do? You, you can't go anywhere. So I um I don't know. I think it's I think it'll be all right. Yeah, and that's kind of where we're going with uh, today's episode. We're going to be talking about a, t- a period of time where uh, civil society was on the cusp of breaking down. People didn't. Uh, people people were running out of food. People were running out of money. People were running out of water. Bad times. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a split, uh, Southern and Northern. Uh, so we're talking about the Great Depression. It's when, the, it's when things, well, that's not what we're talking about, but when it's when. And uh, I remember I've heard this, you know, toilet paper. That was when, when, you, when you're not, when you're short on food, you surely don't have toilet paper. Uh, you know, I've never been in that situation. But if you if you, you ever talk to the old timers, they'll tell you, like, so in the South, it, uh, they use, they would use the Sears catalogs. Yeah. Here, I heard in the Midwest, they would use, uh, uh, what are the corn husk? Really? Huh. I'd, I'd, I'd heard stories from my grandparents about using Sears catalog as toilet paper. Yeah. It's uh, organic stuff. Yeah. So we have some business to do with Huey Long. And so we've always been all about Huey Long. But Huey Long is kind of in the news now. And yeah. What is so we don't we don't do that a lot, but it's like uh can we take a little victory lap on that? Yeah. So, suddenly he's really popular. Tucker Carlson was talking about Huey Long a while back. Yeah, there there was uh not too long ago someone someone said this thing was like, yo, listen to listen to Tucker's monologue. It sounds like He's been listening to a lot of the good old boys. Yeah, come on our show. Give us a shout out. My my, my family would worship me like a god. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, so one of the things about Huey Long is there's a lot of people talking about Huey Long. Right? I've seen a lot of uh, communist Twitter. I, I saw like straight up communist Twitter was boosting Huey Long, which that's not normal. I don't see that every day, uh, but they were doing that. Uh, I saw uh, even like even like corny conservative. Like I saw like Jack Posobiec was like, well, my new hero is Huey Long. I was like, mm, okay, uh, you know that's not a problem, with Huey Long. That's kind of the point. That, that this is the. Uh, uh, one thing about Huey Long, one of the reasons why he scared the shit out of the people that ran this country was like a whole bunch of different kind of people take a look at uh, his policies and go, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that, that would be an improvement. And they don't, they're not immediately like, uh, it's not an immediate thing where you, where you take a look at these policies and like, oh, well, does this check out with, with the Hayek Institute or, uh, you know, is this, uh, what would the DSA say about this? Well, I mean, because it's just so pro people. You know, you remember years ago, I, uh, I posted something online. You'd probably remember this. And it was about Huey Long. And it wasn't like in-depth in or anything, but it, was, it, it did make, you know, it, it kind of it assigned him a role on, on, you know, between the left and the right. And uh, people who, who replied to it were like uh, equal parts said, no, you're wrong. He was a fascist. Obviously, he was a fascist. And the other people were like, no, obviously he was a communist. What are you talking about? You, uh, and they, they both firmly believe that. And I don't think they were, I don't think it, that was, I don't think uh, they were faking it. No, absolutely not. And, and that, and that has not changed. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. There's this, there's something, this is, we, we have some business to take care of here because uh, apparently we've set the tone with this Huey Long conversation and we need to. <laughs> Uh, so that we, we, we talked to basically long. Now we need to go advance to it long. And I don't want this to, I, I hope, I believe that this can be just a data transmission. I don't think there's going to be too much. I don't think we have to do this from the pulpit. I hope that someone could be right wing or left wing and listen to this and just say, okay, yeah, now I, I want to, I'm going to, uh, first off, we're super biased. We love Huey Long. Uh, However, some people in the story don't like Huey Long. Maybe you're one of these people today, but I hope you still be able to listen to this and, and make sense of this. Uh, it's, okay, so the people, the the first thing that you hear, the early stuff, which doesn't really have any heat anymore, uh, but uh, and, and but but it's certainly true. It's certainly true. And so, by the way, Huey Long was, uh, I mean, of his day, he was a left wing politician. Yes, he was a Democratic Party guy. Uh, you know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that that is certainly true. Oh, uh, now that doesn't. I, I wouldn't take that to the bank. I mean, so is Joe Manchin. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is got, this is a good point actually because when you t when you say when you say left, what are we? You, you, yeah, it gets in the it gets tough because when you when you say left, I'm thinking like you know uh, DSA grad school. And he was not that. Right, right. He was more FDR than um, – uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Browder? Earl Browder? Well, uh, <laughs> Browder was uh, – Yeah, was uh, – yeah, who – oh, you mean uh, more FDR? I, I just but, mean uh, he, uh, of his time, whatever, he was more, more Biden than Trump. Uh, uh, well, I, that's a bad mm, – Yeah, that's the worst part. <laughs> Okay, he was he was a loyal More member FDR of the FDR than than Alf Landon. Yeah, he was uh, okay. 
he was uh, well. I wouldn't say loyal, but uh, yeah. So, the, so that um, there you go. That's as much as you can say. Anyways, that's as much as you can say. However, okay. So let so we can start with the easy stuff. So the easy stuff is uh, here's a quick quote from a a uh, conservative of the day, and I think this is I think this is a, a sort of a common thing that you would have find anyone would have said this at the time, and so we can just get take care of business and, and, and we, we, this is business today well this is business this is the data transmission uh i believe these this we, this is facts and logic right <laughs> and so and the, the first fact to start out with is how do the conservatives feel about this well let's let's do this there's a uh, uh this is a great i love these i love these old names ruffin g pleasant <laughs> what nationality is that uh, that's old that's old anglo right I don't know. Yeah, this was not, you know, I, I heard Huey Newton was named after Huey Long uh, the other day. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's true. The rest of this is sex logic. I heard that. Here we go. Okay, so this is Mr. 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 Pleasant. He says uh, Huey, Long, Huey Long is a, quote-unquote, uh, ultra-socialist whose views outreach Marx, Lenin, and Trotsky. <laughs> Senator Huey P. Long's soak the rich and spread the wealth doctrine was a scheme molded in the criminal brains of the leaders of the Paris Commune and sanctified <laughs> in the brains of an Oriental fanatic, Nikolai Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I thought if you're running for office and someone said that about you, I would like I would want everything. I want that printed on my fucking banners, right? That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> uh, now, okay, it's the Oriental fin- You know, I had I had heard um, uh, Mark Ames say for years and years, uh, uh, he would always say like, "Yeah, when they're talking about Russia, they say they're Oriental." And I never heard that in my life until until we 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 were preparing for this episode. Um, okay, however, okay, so we we got that straight, and that's that's not uncommon. Okay, if you say we're going to take everybody's money and spread it around, you don't have to be uh, Reagan to uh, uh, you know perk your ears up there. Well, they don't mean like the guy. Like what they mean is the share of wealth program. And Huey Long, Huey Long was inseparable from the share of wealth. This is one of the things that makes him different. It wasn't like even. If you look at AOC or Ron DeSantis, it's like, well, are they based? Are they a <laughs> social Democrat? Do they believe in equality? It's not like that. Huey Long is like, I am the share of wealth guy. Here's here's our here's tenants one, two, and three. Uh, this is what I'm here for. This is what we're going to do. It included a wealth tax, which that that by itself will get you killed. Yeah, and, and we uh, in case people should listen to our our previous uh, uh, Huey Long episode with Dre. Yeah, yeah, it, but uh, to, to go over the, the share of wealth, I mean, we, we we should stop there for a second in case you don't know the share of wealth program. Uh, basically Basically, massive, massive uh, wealth re- redistribution. There's a cap on wealth. Pretty much, like nobody can have over a million bucks uh, in like the bank and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but uh, on the other hand, like, keep in mind we're talking 1920s and 30s money. Like there weren't. If you if you did that now, that would that would legitimately be a, a huge transfer of wealth. You get a lot of people. Call yeah. it that net. It wasn't. It was that was kind of uh, <laughs> kind of like a drone strike at the Jeff Bezos of the day, you know. Yeah, I mean, so this is. I mean, this is like uh, you know the billionaire class is, is getting yes. clipped hard. Individual inheritances will be capped at five million bucks. A hundred. This is a hundred percent tax on fortunes greater than a hundred million. 
a hundred percent tax, one hundred percent. So basically, we're talking about uh, uh, JD Rockefeller, and if there's any bank or financial firm today that has a name, <laughs> yeah, somebody's name on it, they they were they were against this. Yeah, all those guys, they were they were just going to take it, just going to take it. And give it to everybody. Uh, so it also included a bunch of other stuff. But basically, he is guaranteeing every family in America is going to have a car, a microwave, a refrigerator, uh, and income. <laughs> I don't think it was microwave, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Full, full, lux, full luxury space communism. We're going to give them all microwaves. Absolutely. Now, okay, so that's the program. And, and, and so you could say, well, you know, anyone has a... a you know, uh, a lot of people have big programs. So we'll, we'll come back to like how real that is later. But that's that's the share our wealth program. So that's the share our wealth program. And that'll be that comes up all the time. You can't really um, divorce uh, uh, Huey Long from that. Yeah, it wasn't a local thing. It was a it was a national political project. Uh, that kind of thing is pretty common now because we have Internet, cable news and all that shit. But that was not common in the 1930s for this this local politician to have a huge platform how many people were in in the share our wealth club well uh, well th- that's that's an important part of the story so uh in, in 1935 there was 8 million americans now when you think about that so huey long so uh huey long is not like a guy who's been languishing in the united states senate for for uh, for a decade Huey Long is like still in his fucking thirties at this point. Yeah, sorry, he, he's a guy that's rapidly rising. This is a time. So and this is all happening during the Great Depression. Times are really shitty then. Now, really shitty for most people. They were really fucking awesome for the billionaires. The, uh, well, he, there's this problem. Uh, wealth uh, distribution was um, really bad. Really, really, really bad. Uh, JD Rockefeller in particular just had him and his and him and his buddies they just had all the fucking money. Did did you say 8 million people were in the Share Our Wealth Club? Yes. There were like 100 million people in America. There were 110 million Americans at that point and 8 million of them were card-carrying members of the Share Our Wealth Society. Holy shit. Yeah, so like this guy is coming up harder than any politician you've seen. I mean, uh so this would this would have been like uh, like Ron Paul's thing, like times ten. <laughs> Ron Paul kind of came out of nowhere and sort of captured a lot of people that weren't into politics as much, um, but not ten percent of the, like were signed up in the club ready to do this. Okay, so we talked about one group of people that didn't like the Share Wealth program for obvious reasons. However, they were not the people that hated the Share Wealth program the most. <laughs> The people that 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 were against it the most and influenced like the liberal press hand in hand with them against it were the American communists. Now, I would like to stop here for a moment and say, if you're a communist, I bet I can give you an easy way to uh, to ignore this. If you ever talk to a communist and anything ever comes up where uh, communist stuff they don't like, uh, well, I'm, I'm being uncharitable, but uh, uh, you know they say, oh well, those are the Trotskyists, or those are <laughs> you know those are the uh, the Posadists or whatever. Uh, <laughs> now, from what I understand, in, in the the group that the group of communists that were against 
the share wealth, like that, that had access to like the liberal press and stuff. They were against the Kingfish the most. Um, I believe they were Trotskyists. Now, this is not the same thing as being a communist. By the way, it's not the same thing as being a communist in like uh, you know 1994. Uh, the Soviet Union's a thing. Yeah, just had just uh, well, actually, probably in this period of time. This is this is before the before the start of the war in Europe. So like uh, there was cooper a lot of cooperation between Moscow and the American Communist Party, the CPA. You, you know, I I hear about people that are like, oh yeah, well I you know the English or the American <clears throat> Communists they oppose the Soviet like like what what they like it, if I was an American communist at that time and I was like hey man you check out you see what's going down in Moscow and you're like oh Moscow well those are those are fake communists I would like kind of think you were a pussy the, the, the whole thing the, the, the later and like after after well long after long has gone from the scene like they have schisms because of the Molotov Ribbentrop Pact and stuff like that but I think I think at the time I'm not I'm not an expert on this by any means but I think at this period of time like there there was genuine cooperation between the like the communist parties throughout the world and specifically between the US party and uh, the communist party and the Soviet Union Yes, and we do have communists listen to the show, and I, I am, I, we love, uh, we love lots of, uh, we love Amy Therese. She is a communist. We love lots of communists, and so we don't mean any any disrespect. Uh, however, so you guys all know all this stuff. This was uh, so the, these these communists we're going to talk about today. They were right. They, I believe they were all in New York. Um, they're. <laughs> Their club, you know, so the Share Wealth Club, so that had, you know, eight million people, uh, eight and a half million people. Uh, so they're the, the communist society at that time, they had 41,000 people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Most During of the Great Depression? Yes. The CPUSA had 40,000 members? Well, no, so th- whatever, these guys, these guys. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. okay. And this was centered around the daily worker. That was right, their right, that right. was their their Jackman. So if you guys know these people, this is Cinder Garland and Alexander Biddleman. Oh, there's an amazing quote in the article about about Biddleman. <laughs> Should I wait to read that? Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that comes up later. Okay. <laughs> now, I really I, I really want to emphasize the time period. We'll go back to that. So, like, this is a very rough time. If you don't, I mean, if you if you talk to like Gen S, Gen Xers and ask them about their grandparents, their parents, like they will have like 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 that's the closest you're gonna find to, to really bad stories of of just uh, a really desperate time in America. I mean, it was it it sucked. Uh, unemployment twenty five percent. There was like. All construction just stopped. All, there was no construction. If you ever read uh, Howard Zinn's Dissident History, People's History of the United States, he, he has a, a, a quite a few stories from the Depression. Uh, but, uh, like we were saying, earlier, we were saying, like, what, there's 100 million, 110 million people in America. Uh, they, there were, like, between, I think it was, like, a, a million or two million just men wandering through the country complete like uh, just completely indigent rambling yeah yeah rambling man 
Right. So that that's that is a huge fucking percentage of your population just uh <laughs> just off in the wind rambling out the door. Yeah. Uh the so much of like a like a uh I don't know, the whatever what you call a meme from beforehand but like you know, I've never seen I've never seen a hobo carrying like a a sack of his clothes on a stick over the shoulder, but I know what that is, you know what I mean? Yeah, when we were kids, you remember they used to syndicate all those like Looney Tunes cartoons, and that would have tons of that kind of imagery in it because they were living that in the not too long before that time period. My grandmother, uh, who grew up in the '30s, like to 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 the day she died, she had these weird idiosyncrasies uh, where she would like mm-hmm. she would keep things that that you shouldn't keep. And and I don't mean just like the way a lot of old people don't like throwing stuff away, but she would she would do things that would just boggle your mind. And, and I would ask her about it, and she would say, "Well, when I was a kid, we didn't, you know, we, we were starving, we didn't have anything, we didn't have shoes, etc." You gonna send me to the poorhouse if you just if you, <laughs> yeah. if, if you pour that flat drink out? <laughs> yeah, hey, get get all the sweet and lows off the table. Watch, watch all that saran wrap where we use it. <laughs> yeah, the plastic on the couch, all that, all that shit. Um, like, it, it, like it, it was traumatic. It was tr- fucking traumatic. It was, it sucked. Uh, okay, now th- that's the time period. And so, what you know, what happened out of that? You know, we got the FDR stuff. Um, you know that 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 ended up happening later on. Uh, and that was kind of mm, FDR kind of saw himself as trying to. Um, uh, FDR said that Huey Long was one of the two most dangerous men in America. Yeah, yeah, um, right. Okay, so what are these guys? So okay, so we're talking about what these communists had to say about Huey Long, and, and I think it. I think it is important. We're not just. Uh, uh, blowing these guys up for no reason. I think it, I think it's, I don't think any of this shit has changed at all. Okay. Uh, and so, okay. The, the, the first things that they said about Huey Long. And so these are, these are all, uh, I think what you had mentioned before is what we'll get to. So at the beginning, all this stuff is just coming out in this, this communist magazine, uh, daily worker. However, like these guys were, these guys were, weren't, they, they weren't just shit posters. These guys were, Big dogs in in the the communist uh, scene or whatever of the time uh, they were they were they, they were uh, they were smart guys they 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 had a lot of connections and stuff but these these were these were big shots okay so the first things they said was the things that you uh, that everyone says they said that he and and these are all and by you know a lot of these things we're going to say they're they're true and so the first thing they said was that he he was a patronage guy. Uh, one of the, they noted that, that he would, he would, uh, like if you were, if you would back you along, he would give you a, a, an emerald stick pin. Uh, that, that was, that was, that was like the, the gold club of, of Huey Long patronage. And then, so, so he's a, he's a patronage guy. Now we, we like patronage guys here. Uh, they also said that he was, um, you know, same same thing they said about Caesar is that he ruled he ruled the Senate like a fucking tyrant. He didn't care what the what everyone had to say. He was going to do things his way. I, 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 the accusation that they made 
the Biddleman made direct call, so he was like a demagogue, which is a weird thing for a communist to call somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that even, if, you, if, you, if you're writing for the Daily Work and you call someone a demagogue, what does that mean? Someone, someone weigh in and explain that to us, please. Yeah, aren't yeah they're they're the uh, they're the uh, 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 propaganda the deed guys, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, we, we, we can talk about that later. <laughs> so, okay, so there, there was that. So he ruled the thing. So he so he ruled like a tyrant. He absolutely did. That's uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. That's how. That's how you do. If you're if you are legitimately going against entrenched power and you don't run your 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 ballywick that way, then you are intentionally setting yourself up for failure. You're not trying. Of course, of course, like of course, he ruled with an iron fist. Of course, he put loyalists in. Like you're basically that's like complaining about Tom Brady being too good at throwing passes. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can you imagine like a guy that's like his policies is to uh, take all of uh, Rockefeller's money. Like, well, he's a sweetheart. Uh, he waits and listens. Yeah, to we can't imagine has. that it happened twice in the last six years. Yeah. Uh, also, something that uh, I. This comes up a lot. So they say, uh, I heard him, he said the N-word to me privately. This is one of these things that comes up all the time. <laughs> this is this is such bullshit. Because it's like, okay, all of his policies are universal. Um, so, like, everybody gets all the stuff. So, like, even, and that's not, like, a, a dreamy thing. That's, like, uh, even when he was in state government, um, uh, you know. Yeah, all, his opponents uh, accused him of not being racist enough. Yeah, like, like they're like, oh, this guy he's soft on the on, on black people. He, you know, he he, he won't eat, he doesn't even like the KKK. What's wrong with him? Yeah, and and what uh, I believe that he so he had kind of a uh, he had kind of an anti woke way of dealing with this kind of stuff. He would just do universal stuff, and he wouldn't talk about it. He said that he thinks that he, what he thought was like so just discussing it pulls stuff kind of like inflames it kind of like uh i don't know i've heard this thing that like if you even if you do like if you do a public service announcement saying like hey if you know someone that's contemplating suicide get them get them help for suicide help uh if you do that more people commit suicide than if you didn't Be- because you, you're just like bringing it to their mind yeah you're, just, you're bringing up suicide yeah yeah and so the same thing it's like well uh you, you know this uh we need like what do these, these liberals always say like um you know we need to have an honest conversation yeah, about race we, we need to we, we need to bring this to light we need to yeah we need yeah. to amplify this so he just he did not agree with that but he thought uh, well, every- they're do- and they're doing that on purpose like they're they are intentionally trying to keep the thing going that's that's why they do it Right. And uh, all right. And, and so the other thing that they're saying is, um, oh, he said the N word to me in private. Uh, is that true? Is it not true? I mean, it doesn't really count if it does. He, Who cares? I, he pro- I would, if it got him, he was like. born in the 19th century. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, well, first off, like, it, it, it's probably a lie, but, uh, you know, just. I, to give respect to who he's long, uh, if he thought like that, this would have ingratiating himself in some kind of private meeting to 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 uh, some like he would have done anything to to get power. So uh, I would just figure that out. So that that's but again, it's it's never like well his policies you know are 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 for uh, uh, white people. It's it's uh, he's he said the n word to me in private, which is uh, I mean that's just uh, who, yeah, they who cares. Him, they, they, 
they accused him of specifically of being a racist. I mean, it's it's the play the playbook hasn't changed a lot in a hundred years. Yeah, and, and while, while we're doing this this bit of business, if you want to know how things haven't changed, uh, here's some things they said. His voice was like a sideshow barker with the gestures of Hitler. Garland <laughs> Garland repeatedly linked the Kingfish with Adolf Hitler and fascism over and over again. Over and over again. Uh, they even got they even got his brother to partake in this, by the way. Um, uh, well, you know, it's, it happens. Uh, 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 Ted K would still be on the street if it wasn't for his brother. <laughs> snitch, you fucking snitch. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the, the Hitler, I mean, come, we know what the Hitler thing is. He's popular. That's what they're saying. And, no. and they're not they're not popular and they never they never have been. Like every time they've taken power it hasn't been like on the on the heels of popular acclaim and stuff. It's been it's been it's been like brute <laughs> brutal Machiavellian schemes that led to them controlling things. The the main thing I want to transmit is that this is that's something you see a lot today. And like sure. that, that was like one of the main. They just and it, and it they didn't say like oh he's he's enacting a fascist agenda. They would just say he reminds me of Hitler a lot. He reminds me of Hitler a lot. This guy is a lot like Hitler. What they're what they're saying that with with that is in in actually in the last few like the last two two years especially like since the end of two thousand twenty they've been more willing to just openly say that. If you're like really popular with the masses, that's a bad thing. Like you're 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 speaking to the mob. You're uh, you know the, you're suspect. You're 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 doing things that you shouldn't do, and like that's a very uh, that's a very, a, a very trad uh, uh, opinion to hold. Uh, our good buddy Cicero is constantly writing about the mob, the uh, gentleman historians. No, no nobody uh, nobody, as you said, <laughs> wore a pair of pantyhose. In Europe, uh, <laughs> was was a big fan of someone who was popular with the people for obvious reasons. Okay, well, yeah, uh, who uh, check out check out this next uh, sentence here? Who are we? Guess if we're talking. So we're we're still doing our, our Caesar stuff, by the way, and uh, this is this is just some business we take care of in the meantime. But uh, so here, here's a quote, and uh, it, it just worked. Check this out. When he entered on his office, he brought in bills which would have been preferred with better grace by the most audacious of the tribunes than by a consul, in which he proposed the division of lands simply to please the commonality. Uh, is that Huey Long? Is it Caesar? It's it's the same. It's the same shit. It's the same shit over and over again. Over and over and over and over and over again. It's always the same. It's always the same. Sorry, I forgot. This is a neutral <laughs> podcast here. Uh, okay, so but they're, they're, okay, so what are the other stuff they said? They said, well, lots of guys, uh, lots of the, the rank and file, like he was like rank and file KKK guys would go vote for him. Well, yeah, but the KKK was like huge in every southern state at the time, right? Like, yeah, uh, almost, the, leader, the leadership did, didn't like this. Yeah, uh, I remember when we talked with Dre as. As long as it's been, that was a huge point of contention. That like he wasn't, uh, he wasn't as close. He was further away from the KKK than like President Truman was politically. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like he, it wasn't like he was. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of what you would expect. He did not have close ties to the organization. Poor people in the KKK and poor black people were both benefiting from this. Um, they would go vote for it. What's the real pro- the real problem here? Is okay. So like you said, there's forty one thousand communists. There's eight million 
people in the share wealth program. This is a this is a this is a revolutionary time. Uh, by the way, like you know, Debs had been around like right before uh, Huey Long and stuff. So like uh, you know, this is this is anybody's ball game. Um, the real problem, what they said was that no one's going to want to be a communist if if the share of wealth thing is on the table. <laughs> uh, the communist. This is uh, the commie, This is a quote from a prof, uh, professor. The communist feared that the kingfish, the kingfish's program, a radical step beyond the Franklin D. Roosevelt New Deal. Say again. The communist feared that the kingfish's program, a radical step beyond Franklin D. Roosevelt's New Deal, would divert support away from their party. Long had indeed asserted as much. In his opinion, it was either share our wealth in America or it would be communism. <laughs> It's funny because they would bounce between that. I guess that was the private opinion. The public opinion was essentially that Long was the same thing as Roosevelt. His plan was the same, essentially the same as the New Deal and didn't go far enough, blah, blah, blah. Well, uh well, so their their thing is that you know without the without the big revolution, uh, yeah, you're you're not affecting the the superstructure of of capitalism. You're you're just you're just well, he he would just be creating tons of petty bourgeois and stuff, right? Yeah, of course. Well, they, 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 so these should be kicking down the can when you like. Uh, by the way, like you know this communism thing uh, in their mind, it doesn't work unless it's like all over the globe, right? <laughs> And so, like, if you just made life better for the American people, like, well, communism is, I mean, if I was a communist guy this time, I'd be like, well, we're done. We have to, like, go find another fucking job if this guy, if this guy gets in power. And this guy's rocketing up, rocketing up in power. And he gets what he wants. And these big corporations, uh, uh, the biggest one, I don't need, like, is Amazon today as big as Standard Oil was back then? I don't know. No. But, but he kicked these guys around like they were nothing. He had their number. I don't know if it could be true or not, but like that's a hard sell to tell people like, well, if you make if you make things so much better, then we'll never have the uh, then we'll never have the you know the 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 real thing. That's a that's yeah. a tough way to go. Highlight the contradictions. Yeah, and, and these people are fucking starving. They're fucking starving. So, Alex, one of the guys we're talking about is Alexander Bittleman, and. Uh, he, he was a, he was a real deal. Uh, I'm sure that uh, some of our left wing listeners know a hell of a lot more. I, I, he wasn't someone that I was really familiar with, but uh, he was a guy who you know he he was in Russia during the revolution uh, or, or right before the revolution. He had run-ins with the like with the the Russian Empire. He he moved to America and became. A, one of the, like one, uh, he, he was important enough to the, uh, to like to the, to the communist movement that he got dragged before the the uh, House of Un-American Activities and thrown in jail later on. So he I mean, we're not talking about uh, <laughs> we're not talking about current affairs, right? This is this is guys a real deal. Yeah. And, and there was a <laughs> was an amazing quote. I got I got to read it. Communist critiques of the Kingfish exuded the party line, but they had substance and often echoed the denunciation of national commentators. Alexander Bittleman borrowed published statements from Walter Lippmann and the New York Times to attack law. Yeah, I, I thought that was what you see is that, um, well, I don't know if you see that. Well, of course, you see that today. People who call themselves super communists and people who call themselves super libs 
saw themselves in the same team. By the way, I don't think that's a mistake. I don't think that means anyone's not uh, – th- th- this is all true. And the thing that, that Huey Long would probably uh, – if he passes stuff, it would – communism would be dead for like 50 years. And what, one of the things that communists said that was like probably true was they said that, well, you know, if you – you're going to give all these people this money and then like these people you just took the money from, they're, they're so much smarter and stuff that like if you give them enough time, they'll get the money back. That's probably true. This is a yeah. This is a common a common like left critique of social democracy itself, and it's not. And it is absolutely correct. It, 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 I, I've used it in the past. Everybody has because if you think about it, and and now that we're, you know, we're where we're at now in history, you know, two thousand twenty one, we could we we've seen it. We've seen what happens. Eventually, the threat goes away, and they just take all the stuff back. However, here's the problem with with that as a critique. It's true, but it's like so what. We, we, you're never going to have you're never going to the end of history never comes you're never going to have a point where we're going to solve this once and for all we're going to you know we're going to defeat the the rich and powerful forever and we're going to have a utopian society that will be egalitarian that's not possible and I don't mean it's, it's impossible to have a egalitarian I mean it's impossible to have one that can that is durable that can last forever it's a it's a it's cyclical. It's a struggle. You're constantly fighting, refighting these battles throughout history. You have to. There's nothing you can do about this. Uh, it's human nature. End of the story. So yeah, all these critiques are, are accurate, but it's like critiquing the, the human experience, right? You're critiquing the nature of mankind. Yeah, they're saying you know the final victory doesn't isn't there. Well, yeah, there's no final victory. This is real life. This isn't like a game or anything. Sorry, we're saying this today. Imagine hearing this shit and you're wiping your ass with the fucking Sears catalog. <laughs> you gotta. I mean, I guess certain amount of respect for for keeping to the, the the party line during that time. Like you know, no no half measures. No no no. We need the, we need the final victory. I wasn't sure how to take this stuff where they said, well, Huey Long is not a socialist. Now I know Huey Long is not a socialist. He's not. These, you can see the, the difference with the, with this relationship between, say, Lippman and, and Biddleman is that Lippman, Lippman called his fucking shot like Babe Ruth pointing in the stands and where he just announced to the world after it already happened that how you control people with the media and like, uh, like the, the, everything that what you would call the neoliberal order or the deep state or, or whatever name you want to assign this thing that we all know what it is, even if we can't uh, articulate it. Like he, he, he said, hey, guess what? Uh, I helped make that happen. So for you to quote like <laughs> quote like Walter fucking Lippmann in your communist attack on somebody that that should really raise people's eyebrows, right? Yeah, the thing that where you can see they come together, it's, you would I think the best comparison today would be who is the guy with the frizzy hair that always sounds like he's talking down to people? He's at MIT and the world is is getting better. Pinker, yeah. Uh, Stephen Pinker and the luxury space communism guy, like, they have different ways to go about it, but they're both building luxury space communism, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you can say whatever you want about the luxury space communism guys, but at least they're not on board a fucking rocket ship to Epstein's Island. Yeah. Uh, but it's the same thing. Like, 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 we have this system, and, uh, you know, and we're, we're gonna, uh, we need the total industrialization of the world and and all this stuff, um, yeah. and, and that Huey Long is definitely not. He's just spreading out the money. 
there's no there's no way to there, there's nothing in this where you get to the final uh super mechanization of everything which uh i don't know how much i want to talk about that right now but all i would say is that's not a priority to anyone that i know okay here, here, here's the best comparison for these for these two ideologies okay let's look at the take a very broad look at like the socialist one it's the idea that you're going to the workers are going to unite but, but gain class consciousness and have and uh gain control of the means of production right mm-hmm. uh it, it's it very egalitarian in every sense of the word now i know that people say oh marx is not actually egalitarian whatever the, the movement itself is egalitarian what's what's what is long's big sign what's his catchphrase every man a king every man a king baby we're gonna get chicken in every pot. You're gonna get you're gonna get automobile. You're gonna get a, a nice spread. We're gonna get you a picket fence. You're all gonna become kulaks. I'm gonna make you all kulaks, and we're gonna do it because there are a few people at the top who are just taking who are taking too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I mean, you talk about equality. That's fucking equality. Something's expected of you in, in this kind of arrangement. This is this this goes back to the. The old English stuff. Your house is your castle and this, this kind of thing. Goes back to our, our episode on... It's the American the, dream. Go back on the guns and stuff. This is kind of the this is kind of the Roman thing. You know, you're going to work in the military. You're going to you're going to serve your thing, and you're first among equals. It's kind of it's kind of a funny flip side. You know, in, in Rome, sorry, in Rome, uh, you know, no man's a king, but we're we're all uh, men. We're all first men among equals. Huey Long. Uh, Every man a king. I, I, uh, I mean, that's too much. I see the Roman model in, in this, in this every man a king model. It's very similar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's more. It's a human model, and the the other models not is not not natural. It, it doesn't. It, I'm not saying that it doesn't work, and you can't you can't create it, but it's not natural. The 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 what Long is offering is like I said the American dream and there I know that a lot of people now say that you know, the American dream was always fake but it, it wasn't always fake maybe it wasn't always attainable for everybody but like it was a it was a it was something that existed it wasn't uniquely American either I mean this is the ba- this is the the basic dream of everybody who moved west moving to frontiers like this is the thing that you were this is the thing that you were promised. Or that you, or not, 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 that's not the right way. This is the thing that you could, if you, if you were lucky and you were, and you were industrious, then you could possibly become, you could come from nothing and become a kulak. Yeah. That's, that's a different, a different idea than the one that the, that Bittleman was offering people. Yeah. It's not automatically guaranteed by an AI machine that just hands it out permanently forever and there's never. Well, I, their, their argument against Long, and, it, and they're not, they're not wrong about, they weren't wrong about this, is that he wasn't changing the, the underlying hierarchy. He wasn't going to do that. He was right. going to take. He was going to take some of their stuff and give it to other people, and that's not changing the entire hierarchy. So then, then that wasn't enough. But I, I guess I, I suppose we'll find out what happens when the existing hierarchies go away. It yeah. kind of feels like in our present time that we're 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 moving we're 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 definitely moving away from the tw- from the twentieth century version of uh, capitalism and uh, nation states into something not identifiable. In, in Long's time, we know. Well, the you know the the Walter Lippmans of our day, what they have to say is that you're not going to own anything. Um, yeah. it's kind you're of fucking love it. Yeah, 
Yeah. This is diametrically opposed to what Long was offering people. I'm going to I'm you they're looking at all these people who don't have anything. I want I want to give them a fucking house. Every fan every family should have should have a house. Every family should have a car, you know. Well, we'll just I'll just throw this out here. Any capitalism is not communism. Uh an absence of capitalism doesn't equal communism. I don't think that should be well, uh if you're communist and you don't like that statement, uh you should because uh, uh, you know there's there was a before time before capitalism. Um, you can do things without capitalism. Uh, they aren't communism. Uh, you know the, the communism is uh, you, it's where you have like all the industriness of this of like capitalism. You know you have like they're, they're really 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 into the, the industriness and the, the 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 rapid growth and all this stuff stuff that doesn't mean anything to me. I mean what do I care? Uh, now you you can say that well you could never defeat capitalism anymore without communism. Uh, okay, I'll take that, but that's just sort of like a technical analysis thing. It's not like a it's not like a um, you know uh, uh, you know you you could be right about that. I guess uh, you know I don't know. Uh, but that's that's sort of like just a, a factual question. If we get the big computers, we could figure that out. Uh, I mean, there's even right wing people who might agree with that. Someone like um, uh, outsideness. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Nick Land. Yeah, yeah, Nick Land thinks like you know capitalism is like the devil, and like it's not. He doesn't. Well, he doesn't think communism would beat it, but you know what I mean. Another thing I want to talk about a little bit is the is uh, we talk about this a lot. I think it belongs here too. Is that we remember that NPC meme? That was one of the. <laughs> Is a decent meme, but the meme was wrong. The meme was the meme said that li- that libs are NPCs. No, dog, we're all NPCs. We're all NPCs. We're all and and this was a lot more apparent back then. In the '30s, your grandpa saw himself as a retail consumer of politics. That's that man from Washington. What's he got to say? What's he promising us? Well, I've heard that shit before. <laughs> People realize that they that. That's not really – you can't have millions of people and just have, like, every person be like Plato. You know? It's, it's just it's not going to work out like that. Even in even in a real good – even in, like, uh, even things are really awesome. Uh, you know, I'm an NPC. We're NPCs. Not, not too many people. Do you think that some of that comes from like the post, like, uh, like post industrial? Like, we're we're talking about we're thinking of this in the context of people who grew up in the eighties and nineties, or I guess even later if you're if you're a young person listening to this, when uh, every like everybody was talking, like you, everybody can go to college, you can all become intellectuals and and be. Uh, and you know, use your your big, big, beautiful brain to to, to work. You know, and and you become a cre- you become an intellectual creature. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't the case at all in the early 20th century. It was like a, well, a tiny fraction of people even went to college or become or became really educated, right? So of yeah. course you wouldn't view yourself as like the white people now, which is the I'm a I am a <laughs> see people like like we have a fucking. No, internet no, it's, it's every. I, there's, right. there, there's. We a, have an internet radio show where we like wax philosophical about this stuff. You know, it's like everybody is like this now. No, there's a meme going around that's that's that's, that's something like every 16 year old is, is like, uh, you know, oh, I'm a, uh, if not like one of these these like identities, like these crazy uh, 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 sexuality identities. They're, they're like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a Maoist, uh, a <laughs> Leninist, that kind of thing. I, I, this is. Um, if not everybody, everybody in the sound of our voice. Uh, and, and, you know, Walter Littman wasn't an NPC, right? So he was one of the, the people that do get to, uh, uh, 
um, make new ideas and, and bring them down on high. But one of his projects was basically making everyone feel like they're not in PC, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, mar- marketing. That's what that. That's what it does. This is something to think about. And so you're talking about like, well, were these people supporting Huey Long? Were they? In what way were they plotting against against Vladimir Lenin? They probably weren't. They're probably just thinking about getting money in their pocket. I think there's a little bit coming that coming back these days. A little bit. I think that the stimulus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just thinking of the stimmy. Yeah, the the stimmy has really. Uh, I think it's really done so much good. It's really done so much good in terms of you know my. Uh, I've heard from people that there is people that had very very limited like understanding or contact with politics at all uh, this is the kind of people that were like oh are they oh is this guy gonna make weed legal or not you know yeah um, th- th- those were, you know by the way that was a lot of ron paul's uh support was like uh, like well, who gives this fuck wait this is about taxes that's you know who cares uh you're gonna make weed legal okay uh this is like oh that place sent me a check huh that's a different kind of you um that's a different kind of thing. You know, like uh uh you know, it's like if you imagine just getting a, a random check from some from uh you know uh uh like the, the your city a lot got of people who never got jack shit from the government got money from the government. Yeah. It, it's made them think about things. Yeah, the the big like the big complaints about Biden so far has been like, Where's the checks, motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where is the checks? And that's uh, that's the share of wealth kind of thing. Uh, you know the share of wealth stuff. It's like, okay, well, where does the money come from? Well, the money comes from all the like resource extraction and stuff that goes on. Uh, lots and lots of people make lots and lots of money off the government, uh, and you don't get to see a fucking dime of it. This is the kind of thing. I don't know if you. So like, why does like why does all this bullshit go down like Ukraine and stuff like that? Like, what's the deal? Like, are they really doing this shit so like Biden's son can get like you know half a million dollars? Like, don't they 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 oversee budgets worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah, they do. But like, we have we have like a uh, it's it's hard to steal that money. But what you can do is you can use the government to go steal money for you in a way that you can get it. They can't just take money off the top. Uh, yeah, speak, speaking fees are, are great. Like the, the funniest one now. Yeah. Like, you, 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 you're president or whatever, you're Supreme Court, you, and then after you're done, you, you go out and you just get, they pay you a couple hundred thousand dollars to just show up and say some bullshit. And sometimes millions for like a 45 minute uh, quote unquote speech. Uh, some of these speeches, by the way, uh, it's, I, I don't know if this was true for Clinton, but um, uh, there was one of these people that got these absurd things, and they didn't. There was no speech at all, uh, of course. Wait, what, 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 what happened when she went to the the place? She just like uh, I'm sure she gave the speeches, but this this they were talking about one of these. Uh, they, uh, oh, I got you. I think Glenn Greenwald brought up the speeches thing uh, lately. The, the speeches thing has always been funny. It's funny so. for her because like it actually <laughs> one of these stupid ass speeches that she gave, you know, to, just to collect a paycheck. Like ended up getting her in trouble because she <laughs> she, told, she she accidentally told the truth during one of them. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, uh, she was roasting the plebs at uh, at Goldman yeah, Sachs. We, it was funny. I remember I remember this vividly, and like someone asked her. Like, why did you do that? A reporter, and she goes, I didn't know I was going to run for president. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been during a debate. Actually, she said that was great. God, man, I I can't. 
that was such a good election. We'll never, we'll, we'll never be that lucky again to have to have such a wonderful election. Yeah. Okay, so I, I hope we didn't piss people off too much. I, I think even if you didn't like this, I think things you agree on is that A, Huey Long is not a communist. Uh, he was not a socialist. It's not socialism. It's not communism. He's not a fascist either. That's like that's just fucking nonsense. Yes. However, um, and what in what we were talking about today is basically that. However, this this is a. Um, uh, it's not the same thing, but it 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 takes it takes up market share from these things. There are people that would be a that would be a communist, or they would be a groiper or something, and like, oh, oh, what's the share of wealth thing? Oh, well, uh, hell, I'll just take the cash. Yeah, yeah, not, you know who who cares? You know who cares about the white race or or the uh, or the, the proletariat? Yeah, or the the proletariat? Yeah, just send me the check. Yeah, and that's Demi. Yeah, just I'll I'll take the cash. Yeah, I I don't know if every man's a king, but I know cash sure as hell is. Making their way the only way they know how. Let's just.